We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a weather-ready nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 50, the Missed It Again. And we have, for our 50th episode, we've got a special co-host, returning co-host, Shara Taylor. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Again. So, (laughs) you've been here before. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And we've got a, uh, a fun podcast for everybody today. And... Lots to talk about. Uh, the, the, I guess the big story, we missed it again. That's the name of the podcast. We missed it again. But some places got it. I didn't have a feeling this time like I did the last time we missed it. Yeah. It wasn't as strong with me because I kind of knew it was going to go north. Oh, I thought surely this time we'd get something because last time we got nothing. Yeah, the only thing we got was like tons of rain out of this thing. Ton- tons of rain. I mean, we... we under a flood advisor a couple of times. I saw a graphic. It was a drought graphic uh, for last week before the rain hit, and parts of western Missouri were still under a, a, a slight abnormally dry drought, not, not, not full drought. But uh, after that rain, it was gone. Oh, see, I'm glad you checked that because I didn't check anything. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of give up on the drought monitor because... It definitely helped <laughs> the drought. So I think we're doing pretty well in the... In the uh, groundwater area yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, the whole thing was mo- models, okay, they did okay. I'm going to put the models in it okay because they did forecast the rain precipitation coming in. That was a, a given. They did an A-plus on that. The thermal profiles kept shifting, and so that's been part of the problem with this thing is we we kept seeing the, the differences of, of the thermal profiles, and the freezing, actual freezing temps that was going to change anything never got down into our area. Well, and I was uh, watching National Weather Service, like I always do. Yeah. And they even mentioned for Branson that terrain is an issue when it comes to temperatures and, and switching over to snow. They did mention and, that. And it, and it is, you know, because, uh, you know, the Ozarks is a... Uh, special terrain we have the ozark plateau which is you know springfield to joplin and all that area yeah it's a much higher elevation see people think the ozarks is ozark mountain so we're up higher 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 actually we're we're the exact opposite we're actually dug out by waterways and that's what carved our mountains so we're actually a lot lower than people think we are so we're 200 feet so below that whole Springfield Branson Dome or whatever is a real thing. Well, like, possibly. Well, I mean, it could it could relate to that. It, it, I think it does have a factor. I mean, it has to on, yeah. on, on you know weather. Oh sure, uh, sure. Not just severe weather, but any, any kind of weather, especially. 
I think I think that's a verified dome when it comes to winter weather because it does have an effect on our temperature, and that's what saved us from the ice storm of 2007. It almost got down to us and stopped. That's right. It went down to about Highlandville. Oh, that was right. a miracle. Right, like, right before those big hills. We yes. didn't lose power once, and the whole area was out. Oh, yeah. But the thing about it is the cold air did get down to kind of you know Douglas County, Webster County, and, uh, you know, for a while, they didn't have a winter storm warning out for that. And then suddenly they popped that winter storm warning. And that was a good thing. The that ice they started falling there. Or it started, well, the rain started falling and it started freezing before they ever issued a winter storm warning for Howell and Oregon County. Right. Those are the, those are the, the counties right along the Arkansas border. Did you see some of those pictures? I sent you some. From, oh, yeah. Uh, well, I sent you some from Webster County, which is east of Springfield. It looked like a full-fledged ice storm hit over there. Oh, yeah. And I, I saw the map. Uh, I Where did I put the map? Oh, I, I wrote it down. Yeah, uh, the northern Douglas, southern Webster, southern Wright counties got upwards of a half to three-quarters inch of ice. That's an ice storm. That wasn't in the forecast. No, not at it all. wasn't in the models. No. And the problem is... And this is what I was saying on the radio stations. I was there early one morning and trying to, and I think you agreed with me, that the, the problem is this system was coming from the southwest and just pumping warm air, warmer air in and pumping all this moisture. So it was a battle of the the cold air coming south and the warm air coming north. And really, there was a, a sharp cutoff line. Springfield hardly got anything. I mean, they got a dusting of snow the next day. But just tons of rain, and then just one county over, bam, just devastation. And and you know that's usually what happens for us mm-hmm. more times than not. You know what we need? What we needed was like a polar plunge of some sort or an Arctic blast. Well, it's funny that you bring that up. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> because <That's> hilarious. Yeah, shares <laughs> all excited about this one. <laughs> no, what is happening is a big chunk of Arctic air is getting ready to infiltrate the area. Uh, We've got a ridge of high pressure over kind of uh, Alaska, Bay of Alaska, and that's causing the jet stream to buckle. Uh, It's what we call a high amplitude, and the winds go clockwise around high pressure. So it's coming uh, on the kind of the Russia side, the western, um, what is it, Alaska side, the winds are coming up, and then they go over Alaska, and then they're making a dive right down in the middle of the country and that's taking some some polar air with it so here's what we kind of got going on here <laughs> we've got cold air on the way down and we've we've got continued storm systems coming in and part of the problem that we you know everybody's complaining we didn't get any snow we didn't get any of this well we haven't had cold air in place you know we, we had what a week and a half or two weeks ago we had 70 degree days i mean yeah you're not going to get snow out of that. Some people are complaining we didn't get snow. <laughs> Some of us want the snow, but there are many people that are just like, thank goodness we didn't get snow. Uh, yeah, yeah, or ice. I mean, yeah, and I don't want any ice, but. But no. either it was way too warm or we were just on the line. Yeah, yeah, and that's the way it's been. But, but. that's all changing now. We're going to do a heck of a pattern change in the next few days. Yeah, if you know, we if we think these couple of. These couple of uh, cold blasts that's come down and people are thinking that's winter, that's nothing. That's nothing. We winter. haven't had near the cold like we had years ago. Well, it's coming. We've had a couple mild winters. Yeah. Matter of fact, next week we could see highs 
in the teens. Yeah. I was looking Lows at my single like digits. Facebook, yes. my time hop or whatever brings up and like there was winters where I talk about leaving for work and it's like negative four and negative yeah, 10. Yeah, I bet. And, yeah. And I'm being a wuss. I go outside and it's 30 and I'm freezing my butt off. <laughs> well, th- this cold air coming down is going to push push us back into that that regime there. So basically going on, what's going to happen is that cold air is going to be in place, but those storm systems are still going to come in. So we've got two or three uh, headed this way by the end of the month. And that cold air is going to set it in place. So now we're going to get a lot better chance of getting some snow. And I, I just had this hunch. My hunch was in February that we were going to get a big snow. But no, we, could we are have going one. away into Dallas the end of this month. So we better not get weather and ruin my trip. Oh, uh-oh. Well, it'll be cold. That would fault. be the one time that it'll actually we do something. We still have a while before that happens. I'm just saying... Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so that would it, be our luck. Yeah, if you if you're if you're not a winter fan, you better enjoy this week because we got a nice warm up coming tomorrow. We're going to get above normal temperatures, fifty, low fifties. Thursday's going to be Thursday and Friday are going to be transition days, and then man, here comes we've this had thing. multiple trips that we've planned, and at the last minute got bad weather and had to yeah, make it work. We have we barely we almost missed snow. a cruise one year. Got eighteen inches of snow. Yeah, no and way. Our flights wouldn't leave. And uh, what year was that? 2000. 2000. December oh, of 2000. Man. We had snow on the ground for two or three weeks. Weeks. We in lived Joplin. in Joplin and we got 18 inches of snow like the day before we were supposed to fly oh, out man. of Joplin <laughs> to Miami. Man. It was five degrees when we took off and like 80 85 degrees when, when we landed. landed at 11 o'clock at night. We even had trouble getting home. We got held over in St. Louis for the night because they couldn't land in Joplin. Yeah, and I was an idiot and I didn't have a coat because we were coming from well, the Bahamas. We, left, we didn't want to pack our <laughs> coats, so we left them with our parents in Joplin when they took us to the airport. Oh yeah, so then you're used to 85, so 90 degree we weather, came you come home back. In t-shirts and jeans. And I remember we were once we got to St. Louis, we were riding on one of those little prop planes to Joplin. Okay. And they hadn't even started it like it was like a car that had been sitting out in the cold and they hadn't even turned it on yet and warmed it up oh we go to get on this plane at nine o'clock in the morning and we're like sitting freezing and the stewardess is like where's your coat and we're all sunburnt we're like we just came <laughs> from the bahamas <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes you want to got to move down there for she a few brought us extra blankets and i'm like can we get the pilot to like start this thing <laughs> like can we get some heat going i get do, do those planes have the heats like cars i mean yeah. I, they do. I mean, once they turned it on and got it going, yeah, I mean, like running, we, yeah. we finally warmed up about the time we were going to land. Man. So, so what did you do when you when you landed and then it was we were you know, five below or whatever? Like we were hollering for our coats and I think what they had left them in the trunk or something. <laughs> in the cold weather. Of course. I mean, that that's the way vacations work. You go to someplace really warm. But we were flying and I mean, a huge coat is, you don't want to pack that along. Oh, I agree. I mean, why why would you want to bring a coat? But but it does make sense. I mean, they your parents had your coats. My there. plan was for them to bring them to the airport for us, and I didn't know I'd be getting onto a freezing cold plane. Like you had to walk outside, you know, and get on the plane. Oh man! I was thinking I'd be in an airport. I'd go down the little tunnel and get on a nice warm plane. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Good thing you guys didn't get sick. That's a that's a good thing. Is there any validity to that? I mean, I have my theories on that. They 
there's a lot of yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't think so either. No. One one of the myths is people think you know when it gets really cold outside, uh, and then you go from hot to cold and hot to cold, then it makes you sick. Uh, that that's not it. No. Yeah, and Corey, we had our our theories a couple of podcasts ago about about the flu and how it spreads. It's like when when uh, when it's really cold, people want to stay inside, so everybody's next to each other, and then everybody spreads. If some- now, having all yeah. being close to each other and having the heat and bacteria, you know, a nice atmosphere for it to grow. Yes, but no. Yeah, the, it's a virus. It comes from a virus, and yeah. So that's why I'm staying in and not going anywhere. Shares an RN, by the way. Yes. A professional, so that's why we, that's why I asked that question because she would know. So you you got weather and professional medical advice. There you go. Because <laughs> I know nothing about weather. <laughs> well, speaking of, you sure complain about it a lot, though. Well, everybody complains about the weather. I mean, but something really cool that happened yesterday. We had something that that we don't normally get, and that's lake effect snow. And it took a while for me to get convinced about that, but it does happen. And our weather school this week is about lake effect snow, so we'll get that later. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, spoiler alert, but, <laughs> but Stockton Lake is warm, and we had a bunch of cold air coming in on top of that, and uh, the, the cold air goes across the warm lake, picks up moisture, and you have lake effect snow. And it usually happens in like in Buffalo. and It actually happens in the Ozarks more than you think. Yeah, but it's not as intense as it is it, up there. Well, no, 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 but but it does happen. Uh, it was a little more intense last night than it ever really is around here. Yeah. Because it was showing up on radar pretty well and going to Joplin and down in the northwest Arkansas. Usually, I've heard him use the term around the Palm de Terre Lake. Uh-huh. And uh, it doesn't show up on radar all that much because it doesn't go away up there. Right. So, so uh, it, it does happen, though. But nowhere near where I mean, there were places turning white last night. Oh yeah, so yeah. And I, mean, I, I was so I was caught off guard totally. And and somebody somebody messaged us or said did a comment. I'm like, what? What? All this stuff was supposed to be gone, supposed to be pulled out, and the storm system exe- itself had pulled out. But on the back side of storm system, which is kind of what these storm systems are going to do the next couple of weeks. The uh, wind around a low pressure travels counterclockwise. So you got the counterclockwise. It pulls off to the east. Suddenly you get all these really cold northerly winds coming down. So it makes sense. I just, I just thought it was kind of odd. You know, lake effect snow. I mean, I think Mike said we had some in uh, what is it, Lake Springfield or Lake Taney Homer one time. Just, just a small one or something. Uh, Table Rock. Table, Table Rock. Yeah, and it was a few years ago. But uh, but it does. Yeah, you're right. It does happen. It doesn't amount to anything, and people don't even realize that's what's happening. No, it usually just looks like flurries or little flakes. But I think it was getting getting with it last night, from what I understand. It was showing up on radar. I mean, granted, they were in clear air mode, Still. which that's a really high sensitivity. But it showed up for quite a while, and I made a post about it. And kept watching it, and it was just this long line from like Stockton Lake all the way through Monette, going all the way down to north- Northwest Arkansas, and getting reports from Northwest Arkansas that slick streets and yeah, kind of bizarre. I, I thought it was weird because I've never experienced lake. Eff- I mean, that I'm aware of lake effects. No, but we see we talked about the big Arctic air coming down into place now. Um, 
You know, we really kind of pushed the snowflake contest last week, um, but it didn't. Well, we pushed it on our uh, live. Our live cast. Live cast, but I didn't really push it on the page. I wasn't going to push it until I actually saw some snowflakes myself. Yeah, I think you and me were both kind of like, eh, not quite. So when we post the graphic, we'll, we'll tell you the contest is open. What we're doing is we're having a contest that we are asking people to send in a picture of one snowflake and we have a big prize for the winner. I imagine we'll get some good ones. I if we have get the, any snowflakes. If we get the snow, correct. Right. So which we may. <laughs> if we do get some snow in the next, you know, well, the rest of winter. <laughs> yeah. I will post saying, Hey, this contest is now open. Send me all your picks in and uh that's when you'll know. Get, get your Yeah, we'll make a bigger get your deal lenses out. Of it. out. Because yeah. you're going to need them. And you're, and you're talking about, just to, to re-clarify for everybody, you're talking about a really zoomed-in picture of one snowflake, That correct? would be correct. Yeah, and just make it crystal clear. As did clear, you ever as clear pull as up you any can. of the old ones that you took a couple years ago? I never did. I did you got I did, some I really neat few. ones with a lens. Oh, yeah. you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, you didn't tell me that. They were on my trash can. So that's kind of what I'm looking for, just... Do the best you can with what you got. Exactly. Yeah, you might yeah. surprise yourself. I mean, the camera quality is much better than it was, you know, five, ten years ago. So you might surprise yourself. Oh, definitely. And and the reason we really think that we're going to get some snow this time, we've got we've got two scenarios on the on this storm coming in. Um, this was posted by I forget who posted. I think it was Kansas City. No, not Kansas City. Somebody, one of the National Weather Service posted this. If the low tracks more to the north, which would be St. Louis posted. Well, St. Louis did. Okay, if if it if it tracks north in a in a track line of western Oklahoma and then goes to northern Tennessee, you kind of visually draw a line between that. Then the it's closer to us and it will be a little bit warmer and we'll have a little less snow. But the second scenario. If the low tracks, like from north central Texas, and tracks to southern Tennessee, then that's going to be a whole different ball game. It's going to be a lot of colder air. We're going to get more snow. I mean, we got our friend Tia up in St. Joseph. They got, they got. I think she said close to eight, five to eight inches up there, and they were only supposed to get like three inches. <laughs> they kept upping the amounts for Kansas City and and surrounding areas every update that came out. Yeah, they were originally under a winter weather advisory. Yeah, three inches was what they were going to get. And then it went up to seven, and that's when they issued the winter storm warning. And I think they got even more than that, really, in parts. Uh, Oh, yeah, and that's St. Joseph. I mean, Kansas City was up there. I mean, was there a game this weekend? There was mm-hmm. a big game. I don't know. I don't think there, there was. was a big game. There yeah. <laughs> oh. was. Oh, and there's another big Trump game, sarcasm. even bigger game this weekend. Oh no! Saturday is the AFC Championship: Kansas City Chiefs versus the New England Patriots. Whoever wins goes to the Super yeah, and Bowl. Yeah, some homeless guy got free tickets. Yes. Now wait a minute. Super Bowl. That is February. End of February. No, beginning of February. Oh, I was no, going to say no. beginning it's of February. The end. It's always the end of January. Two weeks from it's this February weekend. February third. Correct. Well, I hate While to say we're in this. Dallas. Oh, then you're going to be in Dallas. I really, really hate to say this, so I'm going to say it really soft. The perfect time to go to Walmart is during the Super Bowl. I knew. You I imagine because there's nobody it. there. I got the whole store to myself, so I always make it a point 
to when that Super Bowl starts. I get my but big groceries. But there's not any list. junk food left. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Rando, no can I say left. something here? Yes, you sure can. The the the, the three hours of Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, I may watch the game this time if the Chiefs are in it. The commercials, you learn so much. You learn about where we're at in society right now, in pop culture, in new gadgets, in new technology, in new movies that's coming out all year long. You learn so much in that two hours that I feel like I ground myself and know what's going on. I feel relevant because I know I'm being fed all this new information. It's like going to a big festival. And what will you talk technology. about at work if you miss what happens during halftime? He's never watched it. I mean, you miss... I don't even know who's oh, doing the halftime this year. You missed the wardrobe Do you know who's doing... I, I haven't even heard who's doing the halftime. Yeah, sure. I've heard. Maroon 5. Oh, Maroon 5's going to be on? Haven't they done it before? I don't know, but I like Maroon 5, so... Yeah, whatever. That'd be the only reason I'd watch the Super Bowl. And I think... They need to get Garth I think, Brooks to do it again. Well... Or the Hughes Brothers. Oh, the Hughes Brothers, yeah. I, I ought to mention that. The Hughes Brothers do the half the halftime show. Boy, that'd be something. <laughs> that would be a switch. <laughs> but coming back to Walmart, that's the best time to go shopping anywhere. And then there's only like one or two lanes open, which there's literally... I went last year... Well, now you got self-checkout, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, there were literally three people in the entire Walmart last year when I went. But who goes to Walmart anymore? You online and just pick up your food. Well, that's why I go in the Super Bowl. If the Chiefs are you in You just it, order online and pick up your food. If the Chiefs are in the, the Super Bowl, this whole town and this whole state will be a ghost town for three hours. You can do whatever you want. You exactly. Can go I go to Target and shop clothes. You can I go can wherever go you want. Coles. I could go, go anywhere. And then listen to the clerks complain because they're not at home, able to go home and watch. They might actually shut down stores for the Super Bowl. I wouldn't doubt. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) You're right. I was going to say that. Some stores will. I mean, not the big box stores, you know, but. No, I think we've, I think we've digressed a little bit from there. (laughs) Well, anyway, let's bring it back around to weather. I wanted to, uh, I've got a a graphic here I got for everybody of the snowfall amount. Can everybody see it? Can you all see it at home? Yeah, Look at it, we have a graphic. Can you see this? Here, Here, I got ESPN going in my head. Okay, Okay, they can see it now. There's the thing. Okay, so everybody can see (laughs) it. If you go to the St. Louis National Weather Service. I don't have a graphic. There you oh, go. oh, you want you want to borrow Corey's graphic? It's colorful. That's <laughs> orange. Not that I can read it. There's lots of pretty colors on there. So no, uh, what they were saying, yeah, it's this is from the St. Louis National Weather Service. So if you do, it's uh, uh, I know Springfield is weather.gov/springfield. I wonder what St. Louis is. Could you check on that real quick, Corey? Um, but I have uh, a hunch they're STL. STL. We're find out. Yeah. Okay, he's going to check. Um, some of the maximum snowfall amounts that uh, eastern and northeastern St. Louis got. The University of Missouri, I'm assuming that's Columbia, yeah, got 20.3 inches of snow out of this thing. Uh, I'm not going to list all of them, but M- Montgomery City got 20. Mexico, Missouri, 19. The Columbia Airport got 16.9. Uh, Jefferson City got 15. St. Louis Airport got 11.4 uh fairview heights got nine and potosi got eight and a half now this is where uh, like a few days uh, two or three four days before this thing hit models were saying there's going to be cold air in place and that's what we kept saying 
that, that there's this chunk of cold air that's going to stay there, and that that we we didn't know how far south that thing was going to go, but obviously it was going to stay up there. So we did a lot of posts on St. Louis and uh, for St. Louis LSX. LSX. You were wrong. Weather.gov slash LSX, and I have no idea why. Lambert. But that's not... Lewis Weather. LSX is not <laughs> is not Lambert's airport code. Yeah, it's an airport code. The, with the X, right? Yeah. Yeah, we t- yeah. I bet you anything it's Lambert. Lambert, because that's their airport. Odd. I found... I I'm going to do some research on that later. You, you researched during the weather school, but... <laughs> but yeah, but regardless, uh, if, if you go... Up to the the St. Louis site, weather.gov slash LSX. That's it. They've got a lot of good graphic graphic information up there about the uh, snowfall amounts and what happened. So, man, see, so see there, Sherry, you didn't even need a graphic. We just we just told you all about it. Oh, I'm feeling very educated now. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see if I got anything else on my list. Uh, we make. Uh, I make an outline and we just bounce around. So I got to see if we got everything on the list. Uh, well, let's talk about our, our our potential of a winter storm this weekend. Right. We are. We you know we we've invented our stages of, and right now we're in the something to ponder stage. Exactly. Yes, I'm glad you made a graphic out of that. That's awesome. Yeah. If you remember last week, uh, I want to recognize Amy. How do you say Amy's name? Varashka. Amy Varashka. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We we actually have no idea who listens to our podcast, but but since Amy left us a comment that that let us know she she listens, so thank you, Amy. So uh, leave us comments so we know you're listening. Yeah, and maybe yeah, we'll sure. say your name. Yeah, we'll say your name. You'll be really important on the storm. Door she was our son's third grade teacher. Oh, how cool! So, I'm does she sure. still teach? I think so. Yeah. Nice. As far as I know. Well, good. Well, our, you know, her son know. is twenty now, so she's been around for a while. But oh, yeah. wow! <laughs> she's a good teacher. She's she was like she was one age. of Grant's favorite teachers. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, Amy, thank you for listening and stuff. Um, we uh, what were we talking about? Something to ponder. Oh, the something to ponder. Yes, we have three categories. We have something to ponder. Something to gander and something to watch. That's what we decided last week. So, so this storm may move up to tomorrow. Will be something to gander. I'm thinking. You think it will? Uh, we're gonna check model data, and that's no. an upgrade from something to ponder. Right, but it's uh, but it's not quite up to something to watch. That gets it, I, you know I. <laughs> tomorrow what? It's only Tuesday, right? Yeah. So tomorrow will be Tuesday. Yeah, we're right. in gander stage. If if you know. Yeah, I wouldn't start watching it until Wednesday at least. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, it, it's Friday night, Friday night into Saturdays okay. when every, but it's going to start as rain. That's the thing because the the front part of that, the the right quadrant of that storm system coming in is all liquid. The temperatures are going to be above freezing, but as that system pulls to the east. Then it's going to, like I said before, it's going to bring down that cold air. The temperatures are going to start falling Saturday. So if there's precip- enough precip left over when that cold front comes through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard some people say that that temperature is going to start falling by mid-morning Saturday. And if that happens, if that comes out and to be true, there's going to be a ton of moisture in place. I think it's going to be cold for the Chiefs game on Sunday. I, w- I wouldn't venture to guess that they're going to be cold no, for the I'm, Chiefs game. I, 
because it's Kansas City is always colder than down here. But right, they better you guys better bundle up for sure. I'll be watching from my yeah. couch. Well, and this storm system is going to move south of us. So, I mean, we had our friend Tia up in St. Joseph ask if we were going to get some more snow up there. You actually are going to be driving during the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. Well, I... You'll be on your way you home from You mean you'll Dallas. be driving. Okay, this sounds like a domestic exp- uh, dispute we ha- here. I have full cable in my van at all times. I can, I can watch Unless any Unless you want to pay for another night in Dallas. Yeah. I think it's time to get to the weather school. So this week's weather school is all about lake effect snow. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. An interesting phenomenon in the weather is something we call lake effect snow. How does that happen? Lake effect snow is produced during cooler atmospheric conditions when a cold air mass moves across long expanses of warmer lake water, warming the lower layer of the air which picks up water vapor from the lake, rises up through the colder air above, freezes, and is deposited on the leeward or downwind shores. The same effect also occurs over bodies of salt water when it is termed ocean effect or bay effect snow. The effect is enhanced when the moving air mass is uplifted by the orographic influence of higher elevations on the downwind shores. This uplifting can produce narrow but very intense bands of precipitation, which deposit at a rate of many inches of snow per hour, often resulting in a large amount of total snowfall. The areas affected by lake effect snow are called snow belts. These include areas east of the Great Lakes, the west coasts of northern Japan, the Kamakacha Peninsula in Russia, and areas near the Great Salt Lake, Black Sea, Caspian Sea, Baltic Sea, Adriatic Sea, and parts of the northern Atlantic Ocean. Lake effect blizzards are the blizzard-like conditions resulting from lake effect snow. Under certain conditions, strong winds can accompany lake effect snows creating blizzard-like conditions. However, the duration of the event is often slightly less than is required for a blizzard warning. If the air temperature is low enough to keep the precipitation frozen, it's known as lake effect snow. If not, then it falls as lake effect rain. Lake effect snow watches, warnings, and advisories are products of the National Weather Service for this phenomenon when these snows are expected to be more intense, in turn causing travel difficulties and having economic impacts. There are several key elements that are required to form lake effect precipitation and which determine its characteristics instability, fetch, wind shear, upstream moisture, upwind lakes, synoptic large-scale forcing, orography, topography, 
and snow or ice cover. Cold winds in the winter typically prevail from the northwest in the Great Lakes region, producing the most dramatic lake effect snowfalls on the southern and eastern shores of the Great Lakes. This lake effect produces a significant difference between the snowfall on the southern and eastern shores and the northern and western shores of the Great Lakes. Similar snowfall can occur near large inland bays, where it's known as bay effect snow. Bay effect snow fall downwind of the Delaware Bay, Chesapeake Bay, and Massachusetts Bay when the basic criteria are met and on rarer occasions along Long Island. The southern and southeastern sides of the Great Salt Lake receive significant lake effect snow. Since the Great Salt Lake never freezes, the lake effect can influence the weather along the Wasatch Front year-round. The lake effect largely contributes to the 55 to 80 inches of annual snowfall amounts recorded south and east of the lake and an average snowfall reaching 500 inches in the Wasatch Range. The snow which is often very light and dry because of the semi-arid climate, is referred to as, quote, the greatest snow on earth <laughs> in the mountains. Lake effect snow contributes to approximately six to eight snowfalls per year in Salt Lake City, with approximately 10% of the city's precipitation being contributed by this phenomenon. The Finger Lakes of New York are long enough for lake effect precipitation, the Texas Twin Cities of Sherman and Denison are known, in rare instances, to have experienced lake effect snow from nearby Lake Texoma due to the lake's size. It is the third largest lake in Texas, or along its borders. One occasion, in December 2016, lake effect snow fell in central Mississippi from a lake band off Ross Barnett Reservoir. Oklahoma City even saw a band of lake effect snow off of Lake Hefner in February 2018. We even had a very rare small lake effect snow event here in Missouri on January 13, 2019. Colder southbound air traveling over the warmer waters of Stockton Lake in Missouri created a band of light snow extending from just south of the lake all the way into southwest Missouri through Monette and even into northwest Arkansas. This goes to show that when conditions are just right, then various degrees of lake effect snow can occur whenever there are bodies of water. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather! And now we should know all about Lake Effect Snow. I know I do. In the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I brought that up. I mean, I added it to the list because they had a whole list of Lake Effect Snow events. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to add the one we did. I bet, I, bet, I bet it's not our last Lake Effect Snow in the Ozarks. Oh, probably not. This year. Well, especially if we get those systems coming from, you right. know, the south and moving east and pulling back that thing. I, It'd be fun if we had Lake Effect Snow on Table Rock. That would, to, I mean, to be out there and watch well, it. Well, we have before. Yeah. But it's been years, you know, 
and and you have to be on one side of the lake or the other, you know, when it comes to lake effect snow. So some people yeah, won't realize it's happening. Yeah, you shouldn't be in the middle of the lake. Well, well, should be in the middle of the lake during the big we thunderstorm. Go to, we go to the polar plunge <laughs> during lake effect snow. Wouldn't that be fun? That might be kind of fun. Well, we all know if we have lake effect snow, then then the 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 water is warmer than the outside air. So it'd be right. kind of like a bath, I guess. Yeah. Be interesting to know what the uh, lake temperatures were during lake effect snow. Oh, you know, if that happens, let's let's check yeah, that. We will. Okay, so let's get on to the next segment, which is this week in weather history. So, Corey, what you got? This week in weather history on January eleventh, way back in eighteen ninety eight. Guess what happened? What? Well, it snowed. An unusually sultry winter night. Oh, turned tragic. Oh. As a violent tornado struck. No way. Fort Smith, Arkansas. <gasps> no way. During the night of January 11th, 1898, the death toll was 55, and it tied for the highest from a single tornado in the state of Arkansas. Mm. This was a uh, likely a family of tornadoes, as other sightings nearby Aww. in Oklahoma reported tornadoes also. Oh. Like mom and dad and the family. little kids. There are some accounts of uh, of the tornado, which uh, are strangely uh, intelligent. Or oh, really? It, well, not intelligent weather-wise, but they used different words back then than we do. And you can tell oh, yeah. they weren't hicks, like yeah. you think in the Ozarks back in 1898. Here's one. At the... As the clock was striking midnight, a gurgling noise was heard, like water rushing out of a bottle, followed immediately by a rumbling, such as that made a number of heavy carriages rolling rapidly over a cobblestone pavement. And finally, it sounded like a freight train. Of course, you hear that all the time, and it sounds like a freight train. Did they right, know what yeah. a freight train sounded like back then? I'm sure they, yeah. Oh, freight trains have been around for a while, haven't they? They've been around for... At least a hundred years. I mean, oh, yeah. have to. Oh, sure. Two hundred. Long, long time. So, and this one says the the clouds appeared like multiple, multiple inverted siphons. So that makes me think oh. it may have been a multiple vortex tornado. Right. Yeah. Well, if they're talking about a family of tornadoes, that I mean that that would make sense. Each curved over downward from the right or left hand side of the cloud, respectively. In the center, where they came in contact with each other and twisted about one another downward to the ground, being nearest about 40 feet from the ground and probably about 100 feet high. So that would definitely be a multiple vortice tornado right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, did you say it was at night or was it in the day? Um, does it say? During, it, the, during the night. It, I was going to say it almost have to be in the daytime. Well, it says night. Well, how can they see if it's a, I guess lightning. a multivort then? Well, lightning would do it. Still. But Fort Smith, Arkansas. But Fort Smith, you know. That's not that far away from here. Fort Smith in 1898 was a huge city, basically, because Fort Smith has been around for years because they have the fort. Right. Basically. Right. So they show pictures of the high school. I mean, their high school is one, two, three, four, four stories tall. In 1898, it was almost leveled. Wow. In 1898, they had a four-story high school? Yeah, they sure did. I thought that was still like one room school. There it is. 
You got a picture? Looks okay. like the chateau on the lake. Yeah, can you show everybody in podcast yeah. world? Can, can y'all you see it? Yeah. It's yeah, just like oh. the chateau on the lake. Okay. You see that? Okay. Corey's, Corey's showing everybody. So, <laughs> Of course, some of the, the the city streets are still dirt, you know, like the Old West. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, this other one is cobblestone and brick type looking stuff. So uh, Fort Smith was a, you know, it was probably a happening place back then due to the fact that they have the fort and a lot of traffic going in and out of the Oh yeah. I'm sure. My place of birth. You were born in Fort, Fort Smith? Smith, Arkansas. Well, back in eighteen ninety eight. You're old. Well, I you know, seventy eight years later. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very interesting this week in weather history. I mean, and, and we always talk about there can be tornadoes in January. And oh yeah. It's it's all about the dynamics. And, you know, people say, well, that it, it's too cold to tornado. Well, it depends on the, the range of the dynamics. We have a video of December something. Was it 2002? Yeah. Something like that. Three. We've got all of our Christmas lights and everything off. I mean, middle of December. And this, the uh, tornado sirens are going off. We were under a tornado warning. And they had one touched ground somewhere. Chesapeake killed, killed the guy in That's the trailer park. Joplin. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've said this before, too. My dad's birthday is, is January 7th, and there was a big tornado come through Battlefield, Missouri. Tornadoes just, can, and they will happen every month of the year, mm-hmm. just not just as have the right. much. Yeah, no, but, no, but not they as frequently. are, you know, they can happen, mm-hmm. and they do happen. They really do. I mean, December 1st, we had tornado warnings in, in this area. In this, in this area, yeah. Yeah, that storm so, system. But I mean, the good thing is that, that the storm system coming through doesn't have the dynamics for uh, severe weather. Uh, I mean, severe weather meaning large hail, damaging winds. But yeah. if it were the right time of year and everything was in place, it would. Yeah. So work. we're getting. I mean, it's it's the mid mid January and meteorological spring is about what six weeks away. Yeah. 46 days. Nice. You know, well, I mean, I've been talking to some people, and they are tired of winter already. Well, winter hasn't even begun yet. I do have a prediction (laughs) on that. Okay. I was thinking that everybody who wants snow and loves winter, I'm thinking in the next couple weeks, they're going to be ready for spring. Well, I'm Probably. ready for spring weather. If I just need one snow first, well, if you we're could just getting give ready me to go, one good snow. We're getting ready to go in a I'm very good. cold period. Yeah, nobody likes the bitter cold. It's, it's going to no. be bitter cold. It but really if you is. want snow, you've got to have cold down there. And if uh, if it does snow at the beginning of of well, I don't like the term polar vortex because it was an invented, made up phrase. Right, right, right. But it's a plunge. It's an Arctic plunge. It's coming down out of you know the Arctic. That makes sense. Yeah. But if it does happen, when's it going to warm up? When are we going to get warmer for That's it to melt thing. off? How long is that? If it, if it does fall, how long is it going to be on the ground? Well, they're talking about, about this cold thing coming, staying till at least to the end of January. Now, it's it, 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 the forecast becomes so inaccurate after you pass. So potentially some weeks. places in Missouri yeah. could be have a snow on the ground for a couple of weeks maybe possibly what yeah. we know st louis is <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you got a foot of snow yeah that that, that snow is going to stay up there hopefully they'll do get some melting in the next couple of days oh yeah 
Oh yeah, and, you know, and now now they're all freaked out. You know, they're talking about will, and you know, all the hypers oh, are out there. Yeah. Oh, another big storm system coming through. Everybody prepare. You know, and they're calling it round two, and it's not round two to me. Is part of the same system, but exactly a little later. Exactly round two, a week. No, that's a whole different. It's whole gonna different have system. a. It's gonna have an all new Weather Channel name, people. It's, oh, it's it, we're, don't we're, start. we're on to the H's by now. Oh. Is it what do they call the last one? Gia. Gia. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Weather Channel, stop! Please stop, yeah. baby. Winter storms. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, just ignore them, I guess. Or complain about it, like everybody right. complains about the weather. <laughs> okay, it's time for the next segment, which is the weather word of the week. Let's get to that. It's the weather word of the week. Okay, and this week's Stormdar weather, weather word of the week is being tossed to Shara. So, have at it. The weather word of the week is, I hope I say this right. Snowburst. Yeah, you did. I was going to say snowburst, but I, you know, you're so much smarter well, than I, I am. Did, yeah. but, okay. And what's it mean? Oh, did you want the definition as well? Oh, All yeah. Right. Well, it's on the page, so. Okay. <laughs> well, now they're not going to think I'm smart. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a very intense shower of snow, often of short duration, that greatly restricts visibility and produces periods of rapid snow accumulation. Like a burst. May I say something? A burst of snow. You may say something. Well, as many of our viewers don't know, but we do, Yes. the National Weather Service is implementing a new warning this year for snow. Yeah. Called a snow squall warning. Yeah. Which is basically a snowburst in a small area. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get tons and tons of snow. It's just you get a whole bunch of snow in a short amount of time. It's going to cause some visibility problems that was and kind of some an slick words. Makes sense. But well, if you, you said, ask you're me, not going to get tons of snow, but you're going to get a whole bunch of snow. Well, in a small area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you ask me, I think they would have been better served and better served the public. They would understand it more if they would call it a snowburst warning. Oh, I like a that. Snow squall warning. Snow squall. I think of like a squall line. So yeah, well, yeah. it kind of is, but to me, snowburst. Uh-huh. It, it, I think I think people understand it better. Actually, a snowburst. People kind of. I agree. Uh, the word kind of explains itself, right? Because if it's a it's snow a burst of burst, snow, it's going to burst. The squall the snow. line sounds like something from the you know. Or we can have a huge squall come through. It sounds like something from the Cherokee Indian language or something. You know, like every time I hear the word squall, yeah. I think of baby crying like out of control. They're squalling. That's would, what that's that's where I, I was see, raised. I am Native American. I am Cherokee Indian and we always have squall you know, squall bread. Squall. It's a squall bread. But yeah, it's like fried yeah. bread. But it, it, I always think of that for some reason. Yeah. But you know, it's it's a it's a line. It's a it's a so. Basically, yeah, you know, it's a snowburst. Yeah. What do you think, Shara? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you read what's on the page. You've done your job. Yeah, there. I'm good. <laughs> so it's basically going to be like a I polygon. I just wake up like, every morning and like want to know if it's going to snow or not. Right. So you check storm dry weather. Or check with your husband because he's storm Yeah, I roll over and say, storm well, what's it going to do? You know, <laughs> I usually try to say, oh, by the way, honey, uh-huh. you know, two or three days in advance, yeah. it's going to snow. And then, usually about two days later, I say, oh, by the way, honey, it's not going to snow anymore. <laughs> I'll well, say, hey, oh, by the way, remember that snow you promised me? 
Well, but it, the same goes for severe weather. I'm usually more, exactly. you know, more accurate on that. Well, yeah, and, and models, again, have a much, much, much better handle on severe weather. And thank goodness. This yeah. is my favorite. Hopefully that's going to continue. This is my favorite answer when I'm getting ready for work and I, I ask him, I'm like, so what's the weather going to be like? What do I need to dress the kids in? What do I need to wear to work? And, and he'll be like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, you're a storm dar. I okay. still half asleep at that time. I'll give you a hint. If he doesn't answer, just check the storm dar page. I know. I'm like, I really? You're yeah. going to make me look at storm dar? <laughs> when you're looking at storm dar. good does it do to live with you? <laughs> well, see, the advantage that Corey has, he's up much earlier than I am. I, I do musician hours. Not recently. Oh, really? So you're doing musician hours, too? Basically. Oh, well, you do have to get a kid to school. Something well, that's, yeah, true. that's true. Well, you don't really have to be away. But, this is you know, how that's... lazy we are. We text our kids and make sure they're up getting ready for school. <laughs> technology is a wonderful don't thing. Don't you love modern day or technology? Or you'll say, hey, Google, wake up Grayson and tell him to get ready for school. Oh. See, back when I was a youngster, many, many years ago, when I wouldn't get up, I remember this vividly, and my mother li- always listens to this podcast, so she will know. When I wouldn't wake up, my dad or her would come in and pour cold water on my face. Just just dribble, just a little bit of dribble on my face. And I didn't like, get that. Mine would just be like, get up. <laughs> oh, they tried that, but. Oh, I didn't mess with mom and dad. I did what I was told. Well, I, I didn't either, but, you know. And if t- I missed the bus, kid. oh, I was in trouble. Like, oh, you know how yes. some kids would miss the bus once in a while just so mom and dad will have to take them? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't I don't know if I ever bus. did that. I'm going to, uh, mom's going to be listening to this, so you make a note of that. Next time I come up, you you tell me if I was a bad kid like I that. I would be running down. <laughs> I had a very long driveway. Yeah. Oh, you had to go way down. I would be running down the the driveway, holding my shoes and coat and everything, trailing behind me, just trying to get there. I would get dressed on the bus. No way. Well, I mean, I have went with shoes untied or one shoe on, one shoe off. But they made sure you got to that bus. Shoving things in my backpack as I'm running. Oh man, I didn't miss the bus. Yeah, but but what we want to know is. What, what your parents and my parents and everybody, we walked a mile in the snow. Yes. Did you ever have to do that? Oh, well, my driveway felt like a mile when it was snowing. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet it was. I lived out in the country. I had a long driveway. My parents dropped me off at the door. He lived like a block from the store anyway, or the school anyway. The store, so. yeah. <laughs> well, I think Corey and I was, was the I was the one that lived out in the country, so that was like, you know, one of the very first stops the bus made. Oh, so you had to catch it. Like 7.15 in the morning. Oh, that's not musician Not as early hours. as our kids. Our, the bus goes by our neighborhood around 6. Until she met me and I went and picked her up. Oh, then then you were saved. Remember there you go. a few yes. times I picked you up and there was ice on the ground. Remember that? Oh, that was fun. And they didn't and cancel school. we still school. had school because we lived in Flatlands. And so, so. here I was driving uh, on the highway and I was... You know, driving in 55 mile an hour, getting ready to cross the Neosha River on the bridge. And there was a car going slow, so I tapped on the brakes and I started sliding. Oh, no. Of course, I was. We've done some full circles. Junior in high school. So, but I didn't. Some don't know this. Corey worked at the donut shop in high school. Oh, how cool. So he picked me up for school and then we would go to the donut shop. He would sneak in the back door and go get us some free. We didn't really ever get donuts. We got a hot ham and cheese rolls. I used to get all kinds of stuff. We got really fat in high school. 
I'm sure. Well, working at a donut shop, I would imagine. Well, one of us did. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I've told this story or not. We and I remember this vividly, and I don't know if my mother remembers this or not. But um, no, my mother was kind of a semi-pro type of bowler in 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 her day uh, in Springfield. She bowled on Mondays and Wednesdays. I mean, for ever. She's quite good, and she's won an award. So congratulations, mom. But we had uh, is my mom and and. <clears throat> Excuse me, my mom and my dad and uh, our other friends. I think it was Doris and Paul, and then w- always went to Mount Vernon because, like on Saturdays, they would have that, you know, the colored pins or whatever, and you could bowl and win money. Have you ever been there? You're looking at me like you have no idea what I'm talking. About. We were in from Oklahoma. Okay. Well, anyway, Cher's they, grandma was a bowler, though. So. Yeah. Was very well, well, they would have you know, it, it was all random because when the bowling machines, you know randomly select the pins there were just a few that were different colors and if you had a head pin that was like blue and you got a strike then you would win like five bucks or something or if they had uh, you know a blue uh, a blue and a red and a green or whatever if they were if they landed up in the first pins and you got a strike it was like 50 bucks you know it's kind of a cool thing that they did and you all are looking at me very well, I could never actually get a strike. I'm listening to the man. story. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Well, well We're on the way. Tenth. Now, this is Mount Vernon. So we live, in, we live in Springfield. So we are on our way to Mount Vernon. And there is basically a winter storm or an ice storm going on. And I remember I'm in the back seat. I remember this vividly. There's a bridge right, either right before or right after Mount Vernon that kind of curves to the left. You're going west and it kind of curves to the left or whatever. I remember, I don't even know who was driving. We went on that bridge, and we started sliding, and we did a full circle and stopped. And everybody was like, oh, wow. And I remember that. So instead of turning around, I mean, we're almost there. So we just went on down. But I, that was that's why I freak out in ice storms, because it is so slick. You know, one little wrong turn, and you're spinning out. We've we've driven in several of those, and it comes on fast, especially during a freezing rain event. Exactly, and it, it, sometimes you don't even know when it's going to. It hit. can be fine one minute, and then and then it hits, and there are tons of accidents in like within a few minutes of each other. That's happened on forty four. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we've seen it. It's happened we've... on sixty five. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's that's There's why just we every few always, cars, someone's in the ditch. We always, always, always say if you if, when that temperature is right on that point, and you're going out. Check the temperature right before you go out. If it is right at 32, there is a possibility. Which is great about cars now. Most of them have that little digital weather reading. Exactly. And we've done this. Like, we've literally watched the temperature go down and down and down. And, and they're pretty accurate, too. I think they're pretty accurate. Ours is. Ours is. When we went to uh, home for Christmas one year during the snowstorm, we knew that it was coming in, but our temperature was 34 degrees in Branson, and it was dropping in. By the time we got, believe it or not, to Mount Vernon... It uh, changed to 32 degrees. There's that plateau. And that's exactly yeah. when it started snowing. <coughs> snowing, not just freeze your It was sleet. We got a foot of snow over there. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That was the blizzard. That was the year we couldn't see. 2009, yeah. Yeah, see, you'd, you'd asked me about that before. If you asked if, if Branson or Springfield ever been in a blizzard, we have been in a blizzard, but I couldn't remember the year. Well, they didn't it get was, much out of that one. They didn't get much It here. cut off. It was, you know, it was one of those famous plateau. Yep, cut off that, lines at yeah. two, two or three blocks, and you got nothing. <laughs> That's amazing. It's almost we have to have one of those polar plunges, Arctic plunges, yeah. f- for us to get snow. And we got to have the Weather Channel name it. 
I'm not going to go there. That hasn't helped us any. I went there, and I'm going to Oh, my gosh. I want to go somewhere. How about Dallas? Well, besides there. (laughs) You know, we don't have a political podcast whatsoever, and Stormed Our Weather is not political. But let's talk about the National Weather Service and what could happen if the, the government stays in a shutdown as it is right now. We're not, you know on one side of the slope or the other. But what could happen is I'm understanding some of the funding may run out for the National Weather Service in the next month or so. Yeah. And if that were to happen, then uh, some of our, our, our forecasting techniques may, our forecast technology may diminish just a tad. Like radar or or models or something. Right. I mean, I mean it's kind of murky right now, but Correct. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if the government shutdown remains... The, the National Weather Service is affected by that. So we're I mean, gonna... they're affected now because they're on furlough. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much working for free until it's over. But if that funding runs out, which I hope doesn't happen. Right. Me too. But, uh, you know, it could. And it's something to think about in the next, you know, month or so that our forecasts and reliability, you know, could take a tumble. Yeah. I mean, let, let's just keep positive vibes out for that. Right. And and besides, I mean, if that would happen at the end of February, March is the beginning of severe weather season. Correct. We need this information. That would be a to bad time for that to happen. Yeah. So so let's just let's put our positive thought caps on and right. and hope that. Uh, anyway, uh, we're we're just going to keep trucking along like we do right now. But uh, uh I guess to look forward to that winter storm this weekend. What do you think? Well, I got something else to look forward to. What? On Sunday night. What's that? It's a blood moon, but it's also an eclipse. The total full Ooh. blood wolf moon. Oh, what whatever are those that means. Ma- major is is it a really blood wolf moon? Whatever. It's, yeah, it's okay. something to do with. Yeah, <laughs> what, that's what what's it's that called. about? Blood wolf supermoon. Oh, nice. Blood and wolf. I mean, well, blood and supermoon. They always. Well, blood goes with they. They always use the term blood every time there's an eclipse, okay? Because it looks red, okay. Which you know, whatever. Yeah. But you know, we are having an eclipse. At, it it's on the late evening hours of January twentieth. It goes into the January twenty first. It starts at nine thirty four p.m. is when the very beginning of the eclipse will start. You'll start seeing a little indention in the moon. Now, this is going to be a bigger eclipse because it is a supermoon. It coincides with a supermoon, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to get some good pictures out of that if we can get that winter storm or all the clouds out of here by Sunday night, which it looks like a possibility that. Yeah, yeah if that thing just we may keeps be trucking. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it does coincide with a supermoon, so it's huge. Uh, the, the full lunar eclipse, the total totality. We'll be at 1041. Oh, so, so this is a total eclipse. Totally, totally oh, lunar eclipse. Oh, that's cool. And 1041 is not that late. You can get no. out and look at that. Uh, total lunar eclipse begin at 1041. The great, greatest eclipse, which I mean, I think it's completely hidden. From, it's all shadow, is at uh, 1112. And then the total totality ends at 1143. The total eclipse will last 62 minutes. Oh, okay. So it's going to be a long event then. The next total lunar eclipse for for us here in the central part of the uh, of North America won't be until May twenty sixth, two thousand 
and 21. So Okay, so this is the last years. one for a while then. Yeah. Okay, so l- let me back up. So on the night of the 20th, correct? 10, 41, uh, 9.34. January 20th? 9.34 yeah. to 11.43-ish. Okay, so on the 20th, which is what? Is that Sunday? I believe Sunday night. Sunday night? Okay, let's just hope for some clear skies. You know, I need to we check We need to get some good that. pictures, and hopefully somebody will send us some pictures of that. Some of yes. Some extra expensive lens. When e- that exactly. gets up in there, you know. I like to get up in there with the moon and just... Unlike I, the snowflake, I, which is like really big and magnified. Well, or, you almost need the same... Well... You're the video guy. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a different lens, I think. Okay. Well, we'll post that. We'll, we'll make a post about that and let everybody know. But yeah, okay. So, okay, so that's great. But our photographers also need to be uh, on alert. They need to send us some pictures. Yeah. We, uh, we will say, though, that this system is, is it's, it's not going to be like a really rapid mover, but it's on the move because we are in a flow now that's really coming from west to east. And that's that's why we're going to have two or three more storm systems by the end of the month. The only it, the only thing we have going right now is we got that cold air plunge coming down. So let's hope, keep our fingers crossed, that the uh, Sunday night, is, we, is that Sunday night? Did we decide that? Sunday night, the 20th? 20th is the eclipse. S- Sunday, yeah, that we'll have new clouds. And I know we'll be promoting this quite quite strongly towards after, after the big oh, yeah. winter storm. Sure. So what we'll be posting a lot, I'm sure, in the next yeah. So lots of stuff happening in the days, next week. Six days <laughs> if this winter storm pans out, even if it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the best thing to do is just keep checking with us on. I would our imagine page. we're going to have some videos of some sort. Yeah, and I'll be doing daily updates on hometown daily news uh, every every day. And I'll dot prob- com. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, so go there, and you'll see my ugly mug doing the daily video, and I only do those once once a day. So, and I may Hence need to... the daily video. Right. Well, yeah, there's a couple of times I think I've done an interim when, like, significant changes or whatever. And if it gets really bad, we might do that again. Yeah, yeah. And look for us, especially if the model data comes in, we will be doing a live cast on on Facebook. So, and you bring your fancy technology over, Corey, and we'll do it all professionally. Can we do something? I'm sure we I th- could. I think, you know, we're just as good as a weather channel. I don't want to name this. I think we should give it Branson names every time. Like Winter Storm <laughs> Bald Knobber. Do not name the storms. Winter Storm uh, Presley. Hughes Brothers. Hughes Brothers. Uh, or, you know, something <sighs> cool like. Uh, I think Corey's going Shepherd. off on a, on a. Winter Storm Shepherd. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you keep doing that. I think it's about time to wrap this up. Acrobats of China. <laughs> Yeah, this is getting long. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, Sherry, you got anything else? <laughs> I'm good. I don't have anything else you got to anything add. else. All right. Uh, Corey's over here. He's going to keep thinking of Branson. Winterstorm timeshare. Oh, dear me. Okay, it's time to wrap this up. So, <laughs> be, sure to, his drink? <laughs> be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.